hope you're enjoying this beautiful sunrise here in East Tennessee. Such a beautiful morning. I, I'm just going to tell you, one of the things I love more than anything is on my way into the studio on Saturday mornings to see the beautiful sunrise coming out over the horizon. Uh, good morning. I hope that you guys had a wonderful 4th of July holiday. Uh, I'm glad to be back in the studio live again this weekend. I am Scott Brokamp, uh, founder and one of the owners of His Security and Technology, Knoxville's premier security and well, technology providers. Today's weather, as Ben mentioned, is going to be, uh, well, it says partly cloudy, but I'm looking out the studio window here, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Get out there. Enjoy you some Saturday today. There is a lot going on around town, as normal, here in beautiful East Tennessee. It's Grateful Dead Night at Smoky Stadium in Kodak. Deadheads can enjoy music by tribute band before and after the game. Get there early and stay late for the fireworks. Show in Jersey auction. First pitch against the Birmingham Barons is set for 7 p.m. Proceeds from the auction benefit remote area medical. One Knox Soccer Club is in action tonight versus North Carolina at Regal Stadium on UT campus. Game time is 7.30. And the Fanboy Expo is back at the Knoxville Convention Center. Go get your picture taken with the Karate Kid, the Bionic Woman, and several other stars from pop culture. Hours are today from 10 to 6. For more information on all the events happening around town, go to visitknoxville.com. That's visitknoxville.com. Well... As you know, we've uh, we've been doing some themes around the house this uh, the past several months, and uh, well, it's summertime, and we're all thinking about vacation and all of those wonderful things. School's getting ready to start. We need to get those last vacations in. So uh, <clears throat> this morning, as we continue to talk about vacations, last weekend, AAA projected almost 51 million Americans would hit the road for the 4th of July holiday. And if 51 million left for vacation last Saturday, a lot of those 51 million are driving back home this weekend. But did you hear about all the shootings over the holidays? There were 22 shootings across 17 states that killed 20 and injured more than 100 people. My first guest this morning is a retired FBI agent. He's going to teach you how to survive an active shooter situation if it happens at work, church, school, or on vacation. Welcome, Mr. Ricky Hill. How are you this morning, Ricky? Uh, good morning, Scott. I'm so uh, glad and happy to be here with you this morning in well, the audience. I'm glad to have you here as well, and and I know that uh, you know we we start to show with those with those st statistics and and just some of those comments, and it's and I know it's it brings us to somewhat of a somber uh, mentality and mindset. But uh, you know what? Over over the past several years, you and I have had the opportunity to talk about solutions um, to these things, and. And that's why I'm so glad to have you here this morning because, you know, it's a reality, uh, things that happen in life. And and just like, well, I'm sure your parents and others have taught you the best thing that we can do is is do our best to be prepared um, for when things happen to us in life. And so, uh, you know, I, I think that in light of some of the current landscape in our world today, I think that you help shine a little light on how we can 
feel a little more confident and feel a little better protected in our surroundings, uh, in our everyday lives. So, uh, again, thank you so much for being here. And so, you know, we talk about it. We're on vacation. We're in, we're in new places. Um, we're in unfamiliar surroundings Mm -hmm. and there's things that we can do to, uh, well, kind of protect ourselves in our environments and help us feel a little more safe. What are, what are some of the things that, that we should, uh, what are some of those personal safety items, Ricky, that we can be looking at as we travel about through our vacations? Your, your, your points are exactly right, Scott. And the first thing that we all need to be cognizant of and conscious of is having situation awareness, no matter where we go. Uh, if it's at work, uh, if it's out in the public arena, uh, if it's at church, uh, wherever we go uh, during the week, and then you mentioned about all the traveling that's going on during the holiday and during the summer months overall, uh, just situation awareness is our, always our start point. Um, anywhere we go, just be cognizant of your surroundings, uh, the exit points, uh, entrance point, you know, what, where would I go uh, and what would I do if there's an incident, if it's a shooting incident or whatever type of incident of violence that, that may uh, be uh, happening and pray it don't happen. But if it does, just be, be, be aware of, of your surrounding. That is, uh, well, one of the most important things. So, uh, Ricky, before we, we dive too deep into here, tell us, uh, for our listeners, share with us a little bit about, uh, your company, how you founded and, and your purpose and your background. Yeah. Thank you. Scott. Uh, I, um, uh, spent 25 years in the FBI, um, uh, my last five years, I spent in Washington, D.C., managing the counterterrorism program, uh, doing a lot of international uh, type of investigations and helping protect our, our homeland. Uh, after that, uh, I uh, did some contracting uh, work, helping protect uh, um, networking and, and computer systems uh, in the D.C. area. And then we moved back, my wife and I, Kimberly, we moved back to uh, the Knoxville area. Uh, and I started A&A Investigation and Consulting Group. And the purpose of that was to bring and hopefully bring uh, the experiences that I had in the FBI to our community here in Knoxville and share uh, the knowledge that I gained from, from, from that uh, to, the, to the community to help us protect ourselves. Because, you know, as we get deeper in our conversation, we'll talk a little bit more about this. But because the things we want to protect, of course, is our family and our businesses, uh, and um, and that's what I wanted to do with A&A Investigation and Consulting Group. Well, and, and again, and I know from uh, being a part of, of some panels uh, with you and, and well, I mean, just getting to know you. I mean, I, I love the fact that you and I just get together every once in a while and, and you stop in the office and we'll grab some coffee and just chit-chat a bit. Uh, but, you know, what you help and, and, and provide to us really to me is such an exceptional service because at the end of the day, um, really you help us just to see the opportunities to, for us just to be a little better in what we do uh, really every day and through in and out of the places and, and, and uh, businesses and and situations that we find ourselves in situational awareness is, is a huge, uh, it's a huge phrase and a huge topic of conversation that you and I deal with yeah. on a regular basis because in, in my world, um, you know, that's a part of what we're doing as well. Helping 
be notified in these situations and that erases again our situational awareness i want to make sure that you guys know how to get in touch with ricky it's aa investigations group you can find them at aa investigations group.com or you can reach them by phone at 865-771-2311 i would uh definitely suggest check out ricky's website there is a just a large amount of information and uh and you can get to learn a little bit about ricky as well uh we are going to take a short break but when we come back we're going to talk about a little bit more about situational awareness and how to have a good plan no matter what your circumstances and what your surroundings are we'll be right back here on news talk 98.7 wok Welcome back to Around the House. If you're just joining us this morning, my first guest in studio is Ricky Hill of AA Investigations Group. Ricky is a retired FBI agent, and uh, Ricky and is man he is he is huge in our community about helping us learn about a term called situational awareness. Ricky, glad to have you this morning. So. Let's break this down a little bit. I know you and I understand the term situational awareness, but it's somewhat of a newer term that has come out in the last, you know, eight years or so. Um, it, put that, break that down for us in layman's terms. What is situational awareness? Well, to simplify it, Scott, as, as you and I know, is that if 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 I was to walk into a, an area, uh, if it's the mall, if it's a restaurant, uh, it's work, uh, you know, as I am going into that to, to that area, I am looking around to to best I can make a determination. What are some risks involved with me going into that immediate area? Uh, for example, if I uh, my my family and I or you and your family go to a, a restaurant and you get seated, um, take some time to look around and and, and determine if something should happen. What would I do? How would I exit this area? How would I protect myself and my family and others if necessary, um, my family if something should happen? Uh, and and in, in a basic way, that situation is where just knowing where you are and what mm. to do. And the key is always having a plan, having mm. a plan. You know, and, and we've look, we've heard about making plans for our homes mm. in the event that emergencies happen when catastrophes happen and 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 we're simply at this point we're just talking about increasing our awareness of other places when we go other places and i know that as my wife would would tell us that it's disheartening to think that we need to be thinking this way um but you know and as i tell her i'm honey these things have happened for a multitude of years it's not like this these are new things and as with everything, we're just finding better ways to help provide for ourselves and our families um, through these things. Hopefully, you have a plan at home, right? Yeah. If something would happen, you would have a plan at home. And so, uh, again, you know, that situation, situational awareness is just that, just knowing and being aware of your surroundings and and just taking a moment to be cognizant of if something happens, how do I protect my family and myself? And and that's really kind of you know the nutshell of of what we do in situational awareness. So having a plan, 
is essential. What what are some of the keys to having a plan, Ricky, and being able to execute that plan? Well, the first thing with a plan is is again, like we said, knowing uh, what to do or having an idea of what to do, and and either mentally or or, or executionally operating that plan, uh, practicing that plan, if you will. Uh, those of us, you know, who uh, enjoy sports and watch sports and play sports, we always say that um, you know. Having um, you, you play like you practice, so you need to have a plan and practice it. Um, mm-hmm. Have some ideas. A plan consists of uh, those ideas, what to do, and in any particular situation. You know, of course, we can't determine any and all situations, right. but we do know if we walk go somewhere, if it's work again or church or home or or out in the public, uh, some ideas what to do. You know, uh, there's a lot of organizations and agencies out there or, or talking about what to do in one of these situations. And one of the key phrases or words we always hear is hide, run, and fight. Uh, you know, any and all plans should have some elements, or if not all elements, of those basic uh, functions. You know, if, if something should go, should go wrong, you know, should I hide? Or should I fight? Or should I run? Should I try to escape the area? That's why I say when you go into a situation, having that situation awareness, you know, thinking through, talking through with your family, uh, or friends or whomever you may be with, uh, you know, this is what we're going to do if something should go wrong and being ready to execute that uh, if something should happen. You, you know, and, I, and I'll say this, over over the course of time that you and I have, have had the pleasure to um, speak to groups regarding um, active shooter situations, situational awareness, uh, and, and other things, one of the things that really sticks out to me is much like uh, you, you may want to send your kids or your family and learn self-defense mechanisms, um, this is another one of those things, right? No, Just having a plan of if and when something happens. And, and I think that's, that's one of the biggest keys that I hope it, that you're listening this morning that you will take away from this is – you know, we're not saying walk into every situation and, and take a 10-minute analysis and, and, you know, write out a plan. What we're saying is is have some base understanding that you carry with you every single place that you go, right? The Whether it's the, the uh, uh, I forget how it goes now, the, the hide-run fight. Hide-run fight. <laughs> you know? I mean, those are those are instincts that are in us already. We're we're built with those characteristics, yes. mm-hmm. and so. But just knowing how to, um, kind of like a self defense type of of teaching, mm-hmm. having that in your tool belt so that you're ready to actually incorporate those things in the in the event that something does happen. And, and you're exactly right, Scott. Uh, you know, uh, you know. There's all kinds of concepts of surrounding the hot running fight. You know, I, I my company and and we 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 utilize uh, evade, uh, block and protect. Same same theory, same ideas, but you know, just just use those terms in in place of, if you will. But having that plan, you know, just giving an example. A few years ago, uh, folks was out in Las Vegas to a concert, outdoor concert, public area. Uh, some individual decided to. Uh, we don't use names because we don't want to glorify them. Uh, and the victims is the concern, are the concern. But some individual walk up into a, a hotel room with a high-powered rifle and start shooting down on a concert because he had uh, anger issues, if you will, uh, to simplify it. But uh, shooting down on, on and, and injured and killed, you know, hundreds of people. 
So you can't account for that type of activity, but your situation awareness, if something should start to happen, is to be prepared to do something, to act in some capacity. If it's the hot running fight, evade, block, and protect. Excuse me. <clears throat> having having uh, an understanding what I would do, what I would uh, uh, in that situation to protect myself, my families, and others, again, if necessary. So having that plan to do that uh, in the situation awareness. But, uh, you know, we all, we all have to do it. And practice, it, practice that. Uh, if I'm out, what would I do in an open-air uh, space? Going to, um, you know, just getting close to uh, football season uh, uh, and going over to the football stadium. You know, what would I do if something should go wrong? Uh, how would I respond? You know, the, the brain act in, in certain ways, our front brain, our back brain, you know, the front brain is, uh, is that rational part of us. And in the back of it is, is that instinctive um, uh, part of it. Mm -hmm. So how do you transition to those and be prepared, you know, when, when the crisis, putting back on the crisis management hat, when a crisis should, should happen or will, uh, will happen or, or is happening, you know, we go through a couple things. Uh, we, we deny, we deliberate, and then we respond. So practicing allow us to close the gap between that first instinct when we hear something that we may be a mm -hmm. gunshot Mm -hmm. And getting to that point where I am responding to that uh, and, and shortening that deliberation time. And a plan would allow us uh, to shorten that deliberation time. And so you can, because at the end of the day, uh, survival is the key in, right. in getting home safe. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and I mean, again, it, it, at the end of the day, it's it's like just everything else that we deal with in life, right? You're learning how to drive. You have to learn defensive driving techniques um you know you go about even just through everyday life we have to learn how to deal with situations that arise and uh you you know again i mean this is it, it is it is unfortunate it, it is and and it's uh it, I, to me it's disheartening that unfortunately we have to have these conversations but just as when my kids go to school um yeah I will tell you the scariest thing that ever happened to me and to probably my kids was they did a surprise active shooter drill hmm. at school. And quite frankly, nobody was really prepared. Yeah. Thank goodness it was just a drill. Yeah. Um, but through that, obviously, they were able to learn some things, able to put some things in place to help protect um, and, and again, I mean, it's, it, it's just simple. It, it's like you said, it's survival. Yeah. It's survival. Exactly. I smile when you mention schools because, uh, you know, our most vulnerable, uh, or at our schools, your, your kids, um, my grandkids now. And, but when I grew up, uh, in a little small town in, in, in Georgia, it was nothing to, have a, a shotgun rack in, in, your, in your vehicle and, yeah. and you bring it to school and the teacher bring you out to look at that. You know, we're, we're look how far we're from that now. Right. You know, if, if the mention of a weapon at a school create, and it should create a lot of concerns and, and nightmare, potential nightmare scenarios. So schools, churches, again, uh, faith, faith organizations, uh, businesses have to have a plan in place. Some, some ideas on what to do, not only to protect the staff, but the customers. 
mm. uh, and, and, and practicing those things. Yeah. It, and I mean, obviously you and I've had the opportunity to work with several clients, um, in that capacity. And that is, uh, again, a big part of the topic of the conversation is not just the staff, but also the clients who are visiting that business. Um, it, you know, it, and again, and there is, there is a multitude of things obviously that, that you can do. And most of them are so small. I mean, most of the things that we can do to just add a layer of protection yeah. are so minute. They're so minimal that when we have conversations with clients, it's kind of like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Exactly. How simple is that? You know, <clears throat> if you've got questions, uh, if, comments, give us a call, give us a text. We'd love to hear from you this morning. 865-656-8255. Or you can call 1-800-951-8255. We are going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more. Uh, we're going to talk about travel safety. Um, some advice for you to take as you embark upon those final summer journeys before the kids get back in school. And uh, hopefully we can help you create a better plan and just a little bit more awareness while you're out and about. This is Scott Brokamp here on Around the House on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I am Scott Brokamp, and my guest this morning <clears throat> is Mr. Ricky Hill. Ricky is owner and founder of A&A &A Investigations. You can find them online at aainvestigationsgroup.com. Or you can give them a call at 865-771-2311. And if you've been listening the uh, first half of this show, we're talking about situational awareness, uh, how to be prepared for, well, unfortunate incidents that may occur no matter where you're at. Um, Ricky, I'm I'm so glad that you're here. And, and again, as, as we talk and, and as you and I know, the topic of conversation that we we have is usually one that is uh, unfortunately somewhat of a somber one because we hear about all of the national events that occur on on large scales um, dealing with active shooters or mass casualties. Um, but really, quite frankly, a lot a lot of things happen on a much smaller scale, and and you have the skills in the background to help teach us how to be prepared for these smaller things. Um, as we mentioned early on in the show, we, we want to make sure you've got a plan when you're traveling, when you're out on vacation, how to have situational awareness for you and your family. So Ricky, let's talk about that. What, what are some of the main things that we need to do to have a plan and be prepared for our holiday travels or our summer travels? You know, when we when we travel, you know, and uh, domestically uh, first, uh, when we travel, there's two 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 means of travel that we normally take, uh, e either on land or in air. So, what are some things that we should be doing uh, when we travel uh, in in the air? Because uh, you know, just going back, reflecting back to 9/11, uh, when I was still with the FBI and what happened then. Now, who would have thought that individuals would would get on an airplane? and commandeer that airplane and um, 
and, and crash it into uh, buildings. Uh, I mean, that would have been the last thing I know I would have thought of or, or thought about. So when we, when we fly domestically, you know, there's a lot of things that are already in place when we're going through our airports that uh, don't, that don't allow individuals to bring threatening uh, things onto an, to, to an aircraft. But once you get to your destination, you know, knowing the, again, having situation awareness for, for wherever you're lodging at. I mean, if it's a family member house, of course, you know, having just th- that family discussion about, you know, what are the plans if we uh, decide to and have to have to respond to something um, as simple as a fire. Many of us, you know, we tell our kids uh, uh, if they're still at home, you know, if there's a fire, we are to meet up at this location uh, mm-hmm. so everybody can be yeah. accountable for it's the same thing with these incidents. If something happened, here's where we need to meet up so I can account for everybody. Uh, you know, if you have five people in the home with kids, you know, knowing that five people is at that location, so there won't be a panic on trying to identify who's who. If you had a larger facility, the same thing. Uh, you know, knowing where to meet up, knowing the escape routes, uh, and, 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 and so you can protect each other um, if, if something should occur. Uh, knowing... If you hear what is believed to be a, a gunshot, for example, uh, to automatically escape from the area, move away from, from the situation as quick as possible and go to that meet location, you know, having your phones ready, knowing how to respond when law enforcement uh, shows up uh, uh, so you, they can do what they need to do to help protect you, even, uh, even to a great extent, uh, identifying the threat. But as you go out... Knowing the crime in the area, you know, and, you know, we're talking about active shooter, but knowing the crime in the area, you know, each each city what you visit, you can go to that city's website, either on the law enforcement part of it or the city at large government part of it, and they'll tell you through in, from their crime surveys, and it will show you where the crime crime areas are, uh, you know, the high mm-hmm. crime areas, if you will, and uh, and of course you are and should stay away. Uh, and avoid avoid those areas. Well, just some of the things that you, you need to be cognizant of. Yeah, and I mean that's always important. And I mean, and let's face it, in in the day and age that we live in, do a little research. You know, research where you're going, the area that you're going. Uh, you know, I grew up in farm country in central Illinois, and you know, you you mentioned you know coming to school with the with the rifle and or the shotgun hanging on the on the rack in the pickup truck. I mean, that was that was just kind of a way of life. But we would go and we would take trips and we would go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And stay downtown. Well, you know, what we heard about was all the cool stuff to do. What people failed to tell us about was that there is a a lot of people at that point in time. I haven't been there in years, so I couldn't tell you anymore. But there used to be people that would walk around on the streets, and they would they were always trying to sell you something. I mean, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I remember a guy tried to sell me this gold chain. You know, I mean, he knew it was fake, right? So, but just being mindful and being aware. Because then you can have a plan. And my wife and I have done that with our kids. A few places that we have gone, we made sure to let them know that, hey, listen, when we're walking down the streets, people are going to come up to you and they're going to show you this cool stuff and they're going to want you to buy it. Yep. Right? Here's how to deal with that. And, and and that's those. these are the things that we're talking about. You know? And yes, we're taking it to a greater extent into a greater level. But it's those base underlying fundamentals that are going to allow you to survive 
a catastrophic event just like a non-catastrophic event, right? Knowing what to do. Uh, I know that one of the things that we deal with in our house, my wife and I have a conversation a lot about, is that if there's a fire, how do our kids get out of the house, right? And again, it comes back to making a plan, evaluating your situation so you have a good plan that you can execute. Um, Having that meeting spot, when you're in a hotel, I'll share with you a fun experience that we had. We were on a business trip. Um, I was lucky enough to have my wife be able to join us on this trip. Um, but we were staying at a hotel downtown Nashville and the fire alarm went off. So, and it was like two, two thirty in the morning. I was dead asleep, woke up and it, you know, trying to get my bearings to get out the door, get my wife. We got out the door. Well, the first thing I did before I went down to, to safety was I went across the hall and I was beating on the door of my business partner who was, you know, in a different room. Mm -hmm. And after beating on the door repeatedly and no answer, I assumed he must've got out Mm -hmm. and we went outside. Uh, and, and as we were outside, I kept calling and texting him. I never, you know, never got, never heard from him. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Well, luckily it was not a major event. It was something small, um, small little appliance caught on fire. They were able to take care of it. But at the end of the day, what I learned was my business partner, he basically slept right through the fire alarm right now. We joke all the time about it, but in reality, that's a very serious scenario. And so because of that, some of the conversations that we have had, going further on business trips is okay in the event this happens what do we need to do because i need him to be safe you know and and so again knowing knowing your surroundings being aware of any impairments that you may or may not have uh and and making sure that there is a plan a meeting place is always the number one thing even when we go to dollywood my wife and i and our kids we always have a meeting place you know, you're exactly right, Scott. I mean, that, that's that's perfect because, you know, one of the things that we we, we fail to do a lot of times, you know, you and I, we, we, we talk to a lot of businesses and this transition to, to family also is that when we have discussion, family discussions, business discussions, you know, security is always at the bottom of that list, if at all. Mm. So we strongly suggest that you, you at those types of discussion, if it's, if it's security relating to a natural disasters, fires, or, or et cetera, or a, a, um, a, a violent incident that could occur, uh, have those as part of your, your, your meetings. Uh, again, if it's a family discussion, you know, has, hey, here, you know, we talk about money, we talk about education, we talk about work, but let's add security to that discussion also. Mm. Uh, this is what we need to know and what we need to do our plan if you will yeah no i mean absolutely and it you know and we talk about yes we talk to a lot of businesses and we talk about a lot of businesses uh but at the end of the day there's a lot of things that we can look at to do at our personal homes um to protect us while we're there and well while we're on vacation so um give me just a top three what are some of the top three things that you think we can do to better protect our homes. Well, well this isn't a top three, but uh, this one's been since you and I had this discussion earlier in the week. This has been on my heart to say, when we travel, 
and this is just a strong suggestion. When we travel, do not put your travel itinerary on social media. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please Tell me about it. Put it on social media. Uh, I mean, even when you out somewhere, don't say we are in Cozumel uh, on the 5th, 6th, and 7th, and people know that your house is empty. Please do not do that. Uh, mm. It's a strong inkling. But yeah. th- those things that we need to, to be cognizant of when, when, when we travel. Of course, uh, the first thing I would strongly suggest is have an evaluation of your home and 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 uh, just to give a plug, <laughs> have his security come out and help you establish those surveillances that you need in your home because that, that app on your phone will allow you to look at what's going on in your home when you're traveling. You know, if, if there's a breach you know, that alarm will go off and you know that, uh, that, that you need to contact law enforcement or law enforcement will be responding to your home to help protect your, your belongings mm-hmm. uh, and, and those type of things. The second thing, if, you, if, you're, if the whole family is not traveling, remind whoever is staying back at the home, you know, about the security plans and what mm-hmm. to do and what not to do and, and who to contact. Uh, I'll give you a little story that I observed uh, in one of my old neighborhoods in, in the past that uh, the kids would get off the bus, young kids. I think they're probably middle school age. Um, and, uh, you know, they can take care of themselves to a certain degree. But I observed when they came home that they walked to the side of the house and the family, uh, the parents, I'm assuming, had left a key for them to get and go unlock the door and get into the home. So I mentioned to the family that they shouldn't be doing that. I don't know if they stopped doing it or not, but things like that, you know, because there are people out there, like Scott had mentioned in Chicago, that are preying on us in our community mm-hmm. to try to identify vulnerabilities. And that's one of the things that, you know, we do, uh, Scott and I, is come and help you identify those risk vulnerabilities at your home or at your business or wherever so you can start protecting against those things. But evaluate what are you doing to protect your home, to secure your home, and putting things in place to do that. Uh, and I would say, you know, talking to, 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 to me or someone like me can help you identify the risk, but more importantly, uh, talking to someone, talking to Scott and, and what he do with his company to have those, that technology, if you will, in your home. Uh, kind of a funny story. I, uh, when my kids were teenagers uh, and they wanted to move into the basement, and my first thought was, okay, I don't have a problem with that. But then, you know, my 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 old FBI hat got on, and and I thought about, wait a minute, <laughs> why do teenagers want? I'm thinking about myself. They want to go to the basement, so we just happen to have the 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 app on the phone that any door is open as an alarm. I didn't tell them about it, but anytime that basement door would open, uh, I knew somebody was coming in or going out or whatever, and they would always wonder why is he calling me? Why is that calling me when when I'm trying to do something wrong? But anyway, those are just some of the things that you can do. Um, and have someone like Scott come out and, and do a survey of your home to uh, to help you protect it, from, particularly from a technology standpoint. Yeah, that, I mean, your kids thought you were the best <laughs> FBI agent ever. I always knew what was going on. Oh, goodness. Well, we are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back finish up with Mr. Ricky Hill talking about how to keep you and your home and family safe while you're home or away on vacation. We'll be right back here on Around the House, News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I'm Scott Brokamp, and we have uh, I've been enjoying my time with Mr. Ricky Hill, as I always do. 
Ricky is the owner and founder of A&A Investigations. Ricky, a 20-plus year FBI agent, uh, bringing his experience and expertise to, well, help you better protect and be prepared as you go through different situations that arise in life. You can find Ricky online at aainvestigationsgroup.com, or you can reach him by phone at 865 771 Two three one one, um, Ricky. I, I again, I, I can't thank you enough for being here this morning. I know that uh, again, some of our conversations we we talk about some of the the somber situations that occur in life. Um, but as we as we look at those vacations that are coming about, it, it's important. It's important to have a plan. It's important to be aware. And uh, I, I I just thank you that you you are skilled in being able to have that hard conversation um, because it's, it's sometimes a difficult conversation. So uh, to best summarize really the best uh, objectives that you can come up with is to be ready, mm-hmm. have situational awareness, learning what situational awareness is, knowing how to basically have a base underlying very basic underlying plan of survival, no matter what, and have a plan and know what that plan is. So uh, I know Ricky and I have, have, have talked in several situations and, you know, uh, one of the things that you can obviously be mindful of and look at is when you go somewhere, just be cognizant where, what's the way out? Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I will tell you from a somewhat of a young age, anytime that I would go to a large gathering, usually it was a music concert yeah. and usually it was of the very hard rock, heavy metal yeah. type of thing. Uh, yeah. I, I would always survey it. I always wanted to know, how do I get out? Yeah. Um, that was, you know, yeah. a part of what my thought process was, but make sure you have a meeting point. Yeah, yeah you, you're exactly right. All of those things uh, we have to be ready for uh, and be prepared for uh, and, 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 and think it through. I mean, if it's a mental uh, practice, practice it. We're not here asking you, and I'm not here asking you to, to live in fear. We don't want to do that because mm-hmm. that can become paralyzing. But what you want to do is be cognizant, like Scott had mentioned earlier, be cognizant of, of, of what, what you're going into and could potentially go into. Uh, because, you know, we all hear about, uh, they just had one down in Texas here last week, or this week, rather, uh, a mass shooting. We all hear about them, uh, yeah. you know. But when you hear about them, think about what would I have done in that situation? What could I do to protect myself, protect others, and to include my family? You know, at ANA, our philosophy uh, is called, are you ready? So if we come in, we ask you that question, are you ready? Uh, and we look at how to help you prepare to be ready by looking through the situation, document, helping you documenting the situation, if it's at the home or, your, or at business, business uh, uh, environment, help you documenting the situation and, 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 and assisting you in practicing uh, for, for a situation. Because um, at the end of the day, as we had to have this discussion uh, uh, today, I always say the two things I want you to get out of it, if you get nothing else out of it, is situation awareness and survival. How do we survive? How do I get home? How do I get my family home? Because at the end of the day, that's all. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and you said it right. It's not about 
it's not about living in fear. And, and quite frankly, just like I teach my kids, right? With any fear, the best thing to do is to conquer it and make a plan in the event that that happens. Yep. Because then the fear diminishes, right? Exactly. Um, and so that those are the those are the really the main things. Just just think about it. Think about it and have a plan. Exactly. It's that simple. And if you need help with making that plan, give Ricky a, a call. You can reach him again at eight six five seven seven one two three one one or find him online at aainvestigationsgroup.com. Ricky, uh, it's always a pleasure. And uh, thank you again for, well, I mean, preparing us because our next guest is going to help you plan your vacation. So now that you've prepared for when you're not at home on vacation or when you're not at home while you're on vacation, uh, now you can go and enjoy it because, well, Ricky has helped you with the plan. Um, so as we have customarily done here on Around the House, we have started the topic of the day. And today, well, it's a topic that I'm probably not real good to talk about, but today is National Video Game Day. Um, I mean, do you remember your first video game? I mean, there, you know, Atari released Pong in 1972, and then came the Atari 2600 with Frogger, Asteroid, Space Invaders. Now, those are the kind of games that I remember, right? Pinball. Uh, but no one under the age of 50 can remember a time before video games. I guess it's fitting that today should be National Video Game <laughs> Day, right? Um, you know, I, I remember we had a... Um, I don't even know, Coleco, I think, and it was a Pong console. Mm -hmm. That was our very first video game yeah. that we ever had. I was never I was never real good at video games, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I, Frogger, Asteroids, those are some of my favorites. But I imagine you've got some experience, well, yeah. maybe not with a video game, but yeah. I'm sure you had some video simulators. Well, you know, from the... the, the Practicing uh, my craft, uh, we, we, we've used video uh, simulators, but uh, on the video games, I, I remember uh, my first one I ever played uh, oh, oh, a long, 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 long time ago was the Atari Pong game. And, and now when I think about that, how boring that particular <laughs> game was because of the technology associated with it. You know, sitting there letting the little ball come down, you knock it back up to the top and it knock back down to the bottom of the screen. And, and that was the game. To what we have today, you know, the technology is so sophisticated and it's hard to de determine uh, on, on, on how real the games are. But uh, hmm. it has advanced quite a bit. And, uh, and, and I know the young folks today, they enjoy it. I, I remember playing, um, uh, which is not cup, the EA sports game with my, uh, with my kids and, uh, and how they used to beat me like a drum playing the football games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and they are, you know, and, and again, I mean, a lot of them are educational. My kids are, um, they play some some games this uh uh minecraft and and roblox and uh you know there's there's a lot of good things that have come from that but uh you know there's a lot that we can talk about um when we come back from our break we're going to talk a little bit more about national video game day and uh maybe chris in there will share with us his experience of video games he's uh he's a little younger he might have some better experience on that but hey listen we will be right back on around the house i am scott brokamp here on 98.7 woki welcome back to around the house i am scott brokamp 
co-owner, founder of His Security and Technology. And if you were listening to the first hour, we had Mr. Ricky Hill uh, from AA Investigations talking about situational awareness. How to just, man, just be ready. Just have a plan, right? I mean, uh, take the fear out of what can and possibly happen from anywhere you're at. Just have a basic plan. That's really all that we were talking about this morning. You can find Ricky online at aainvestigationsgroup.com. Before I dig into my next guest for the second hour, the, well, the fun of life, of our vacations, we're going to continue with our uh, topic of the day, National Video Game Day. And, uh, you know, I was... I was never much of a video game guy. Well, quite frankly, because I wasn't very good at it. And so I didn't like playing video games if I wasn't very good at it. But, uh, I, I, Chris, were, were you you a video game guy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Listen, just an adamant yes. So what was, uh, what was your favorite video game? That is hard to put my finger on. But the one I keep coming back to kind of over and over again is this little series called Descent. Pull premise is you got like like three D movement up and down. You're basically flying a little flying a little fighter, blowing up um, alien infected robots. And came out in I think '96. So I played it with my dad a bunch growing up, and then went back and replayed through it myself. And keep anytime anything comes up similar, I try to grab it and enjoy it. See, I, so what was what was the first video game that you remember, Chris? It probably is Descent. Okay. Um, the yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah, I see. I, you know, I'm just old. I just, I just don't. You know, uh, Amy, how about you? Any any video games stick out to you in your life? Um, I think my favorite is one. It's called um, Age of Empire. And you get to build up a civilization and then try and take over the world. <laughs> that's also a good one. Oh, now see, that's probably it's probably where my problem is. Is is I always played these silly action games, whereas like these strategy games. Now that would have been more my style, and I just never. Uh, I don't know. I never got into it. I never did. Well. I guess uh, there's still time. My my kids are always wanting me to play some type of a game, and um, just uh, just still reluctant. But uh, anyway, hey, with virtual reality and everything that we deal with today in our life, I guess I'm gonna have to just get a little better at it. So, uh, uh, thank you for joining us here this morning. And uh, again, if you were listening in the first hour, we were trying to help make sure that you were prepared for uh, well things to to come in life and uh, in particular while you're on vacation today also is grateful dead night at smoky stadium uh the deadheads can enjoy music by a tribute band before and after the game get there early stay late for the fireworks show and jersey auction first pitch against the birmingham barons is set for 7 p.m proceeds from the auction benefit remote area medical and fanboy expo which i'm sure a lot of video game players will probably be at is back in knoxville convention center go get your picture taken with the karate kid the bionic woman and several other stars from pop culture hours are today from 10 to 6 for more information on all the events happening around town go to visit knoxville.com that's visit knoxville.com 
So as we continue our conversation on travel and vacations, uh, Ricky told us in the first hour to how to have a safety plan, whether we're traveling internationally or locally in the States, domestically. My next guest is also has valuable tips to make your next vacation carefree and more enjoyable from Simply Magical Vacations. Here is travel agent Amy Shoemake. How are you, Amy? Good. How are you? I'm great. So, I, I'm. I mean, this is the part that I'm really interested in today. Uh, I want to. I want to get to the fun part, right? <laughs> let's let's get down to business and have fun. Amy, tell us uh, so a little bit about you, your company, and well, I guess why most importantly should we call you? Well, I am a travel agent. I have uh, been a certified licensed travel agent for the past nine years. Um, so, seen some pretty interesting travel world out there in the past couple of years um and i think uh that what i bring to people is um what you talked about with ricky is having a plan mm. putting that plan in place and helping you just organize and relieve all of that stress so all you have to do is show up and relax well, that sounds like the best plan for vacation, in my opinion. Uh, so, listen, if you would like to get in touch with Amy, you can find her online at alwaysmagicallyyours.com. That's alwaysmagicallyyours.com. Or you can contact her at 865 607 6491. That's 607 6491. Nine one. So now that we are prepared to take a vacation, we have our safety plans in place. Uh, I, I'm with Amy. It's it's time to well just show up and enjoy. Uh, and I think we all know how stressful a vacation can be, yes. especially with kids. <laughs> especially with kids. And did you know, on average, it takes you about twenty hours to plan a vacation. Uh, and unless you're in my house and we just don't plan we just go, <laughs> <You> just go, <laughs> I bet you plan more than you think you're, you're having to pack, you're having to, uh, take that time off. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do on what days? Um, are you, um, going to go to the beach? Are you going to go skiing? Are you going to go to an amusement park on a cruise? What about all the travel documents that you need? Um, what are the requirements for where you're going, especially in a world post-COVID? So mm. all of those things, you may not think you're planning, but you actually do. Or your wife is. <laughs> okay, somebody is, right? Somebody is. All right. Well, maybe a little. Uh, my wife does most of it, but, you know, she's the boss. I just, I just show up, right? No, I wish. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. So, well, and, and I guess that's really it, right? When we think about a vacation... Um, I, I guess at the end of the day, the beauty of calling somebody like yourself is that I can come to you with an idea of what I want 
And, well, you can find where we need to go to make that idea come to life, right? Right. And I can tell you all the good, the bad, and the ugly about where you're going. Um, I'm going to be able to say, um, you know, hey, you're going to be going to this beach, but maybe there's a lot of people on the beach selling things. Um, Is that something that you're going to be okay Mm. with? Um, Or you're going to be going to a theme park, um, you know, you're going to be talking about crowds. Uh, are you okay with that? Um, if not, maybe maybe not go spring break. Maybe let's look at a less crowded time to mm. go. Yeah, how to navigate those crowds. Yes. It's always fun. I, I'm just going to tell you, we, we did our first Disney vacation, and, and it just, I mean, it just blew me away when I was told, well, you need to make dinner reservations like months in advance. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. you kidding me, you know? But uh, I'm, I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did. Um, so, all right, we are going to take a short break. And when we come back, Amy is going to help us, well, plan the most magical vacation basically ever. How's that? Stay tuned. Come back. Figure out how you can plan your best vacation ever right here on Around the House on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I'm Scott Brokamp, and we are speaking with Amy Shoemake of Simply Magical Vacations. And, well, quite frankly, Amy wants to help you make any and all vacation magical for you and your family. Uh, Amy, I'm so glad that you're here this morning. As I mentioned to you on the way up the stairs, my wife and I are ready to start planning our next vacation. And of course, as I mentioned it to you, the very first thing is you said, well, you know what's going on? And I'm like, ah, no, (laughs) that's why you need to use a professional, right? It's just that simple. Use a professional. So, all right, let's talk about some basics. So if we're taking a vacation that we're traveling by car, what are some of the tips? What are some of the things that we need to be mindful of that we should be aware of? Well, the first step would be in any vacation is you need to sort of prepare, have a plan in place. And um, you need to, about two weeks prior to it going somewhere, you need to start checking the weather, noticing how many days, how many nights are you going to be going, uh, what kind of activities are you going to be mm having while you're there are you going to be going out to um a dinner and need some fancy clothes are you going to be going on a hike you want to make sure you have your hiking shoes Mm -hmm. uh so thinking those things through and making a list and then just like santa you want to check it twice Uh, but there's no naughty and nice on this list no naughty and nice but you definitely want to check it twice make sure you're not forgetting something um that you are going to need later. Mm, That's a good thought because I cannot tell you how many times I have gone somewhere, whether it's a business trip, whether it's on vacation. And the only thing I'm thinking about is casual relaxation. And then I get there and I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot about this dinner event. Uh, I don't even have a polo, you know? So, uh, being, making that list and, and being prepared for that. So, what what are some of the things that we need to think of if we're not traveling by car, if we're going to be traveling by air or flying or using a different means of transportation? I know there's a lot of things that go into that nowadays. Oh, yes, um, especially now with all of our TSA rules and regulations. Um, so the most important thing 
with them is what are you going to be packing that you're going to be checking? Mm. And then what are you going to be packing that you're going to be carrying onto the plane? And um, those are, again, two totally different lists because yes. you have um, those rules and regulations with uh, lithium batteries, mm. with liquids, gels, pastes, um, your shampoos, your deodorants, those kind of things you have to be careful with nowadays. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm. I'm st- I'm a checker. I'm, I just I, I lose it. I don't care. I, I don't. I hate dealing with what's in my carry on. I just hate dealing with it. But you have to be careful about what's in your check bag as well. I know. Because if you've got liquids in there, you want to make sure that they're in a sealed plastic bag so they're not going to get all over your clothes. And then you're looking at trying to get those washed. And <laughs> um, and then also lithium batteries. They do not want those in checked bags. So right. those you're going to have to have in your carry-on. Yeah. They, uh, they don't like lithium batteries in anything. That's for <laughs> sure. So, okay, so talking about that packing in and, mm-hmm. and those liquid items you got any good tips on how to pack those things so that they don't leak and make a mess well you just you need to have it in a plastic quart size bag so that's what the 311 stands for so three means that you can carry in containers of 3.4 ounces or smaller um you those are your liquids your aerosols your gels, your creams, your paste, um, your foods, your drinks. So um, if you want to bring food in with you or a drink in with you, um, again, if it's a liquid or um, something that is not solid, then you're going to have only 3.4 ounces of it or less. And then the one, one, that's your one clear size plastic quart size bag. And then the other one is one bag per person. Mm. You know, <laughs> this is this is this is where you come in, boy. You you can really take the stress out of this. Um, all right, so what should I put in my carry-on bag? I mean, it, I know it's going to depend. I assume if I'm checking a bag as well, right? But it, what are the necessities? What should I absolutely make sure is in my carry-on? A change of clothes, because like you said. Your other bag gets lost, you may want to change of clothes. Um, I always pack a jacket or a blanket uh, because it can get pretty cold sometimes. Mm. You're trying to um, keep an airplane cool, and um, sometimes it can get a little cold. And I like to have a jacket or a blanket to, to keep that chill off. Uh, some other things is you need to have your travel documents. Mm. Do not pack your IDs in your checked bags. Do not pack your passports. You need those. So make sure those are in your carry-on bag. Um, And then anything that is irreplaceable and you don't want to get lost, jewelry, um, medication, those kind of things. If you can't leave them at home, then make sure they're on you. Gotcha. I never even thought about that one. So... As you mentioned, IDs, and it, we've all heard all of this thing about the real ID that's that's coming. I guess it's still coming. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, it gets getting pushed back and postponed, um, and, and you may or may not know. what What is the latest on that scenario? Do you know? I do. Uh, so right now, the enforcement date is May 7th, 2025. Hmm. So you've got a couple more years. So what does that mean? That means go get it now. 
(laughs) before everybody else starts thinking about it and about needing it. Um, What the Real ID is, is an act that was passed by Congress. And they say that you're going to need it to be able to fly domestically or to go into federal facilities. Uh, So you're going to need that. And um, it's really easy. Uh, You just, you have to go to uh, a DMV. I know. (laughs) Wait, you said this was easy. <laughs> I, I know. They really have made it easier, though. Um, I literally walked in and had mine in, in under 10 minutes um, because now you can schedule an appointment mm-hmm. and you can go in and you just have to take um, documentation that has your full name and your birth date on it. So that would be your birth certificate. You need to have your social security number. That means you need your social security card. And then you have to have two proofs of address of your residence. Mm. Now, that can't just be um, some junk mail that you got. Right. <laughs> it has to be um, something that would show that you actually live at that residence, such as um, a mortgage payment or your, or your utility bill mm. or yeah. um, a car payment. Um, so you need to take that in and then they will give you your license um, and it will have a gold star in the top right hand corner. And that means that you have a real idea. I, I'm, they probably won't give me one. I'm, I've never been much of one to get gold stars. <laughs> this kidding. will be an easy one to get. <laughs> uh, and then so we'll have to have a real ID to travel domestically mm-hmm. and and of course internationally or outside of uh well anywhere the, the continental united states you're going to need to have at least a passport um how hard is it to get i mean i hear people all the time talking about man it's waiting forever to get a passport right now it is waiting forever to get a passport and that's where I have to deliver bad news sometimes to people because they say, oh, I want to go this fall to the Caribbean. Do you have your passport? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, not this fall. Uh, we are having a huge travel boom and everybody wants to go. They want to go and they want to go now. So that has, unfortunately, that has made it long wait to get a passport so you're looking at a couple months just to get an appointment to apply for one and then you're looking at several more months for them to process it once they receive it so it can add up to five months or more to get a passport right now wow yes that's crazy yeah i mean i never never would have imagined that it would take that long to get a passport i know is, is there anything that you can, can you do any of this online or? Um, the, the best thing you can do is you would have to go in person to mm. a passport office. There you have them throughout the United States. Um, the closest one to us would be Atlanta, mm-hmm. but you have to get an appointment to be mm. able to go there. And really I, those should be reserved for people who have emergencies. We really mm. need to leave those appointments open sure. so that if, somebody absolutely has to have one in an emergency they have the opportunity to get that mm. yeah well you know I, i'm not i'm i'm gonna leave that alone as much <laughs> as i want i'm gonna leave that alone so all right so if you're planning any travel outside of the united states within the next 
six months, you better make sure you have your passport and mm-hmm. it is current. Otherwise, you need to start preparing now. Um, that's one of those that, uh, yeah, I, I need to get back on and get myself in line, but, uh, you know, I mean, it is what it is, but that's, that's necessary to understand what documents that you have to have. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember at one point in time, I, I took a trip to Mexico and basically all, you know, I mean, this was many years ago. All I had to have was my birth certificate to get in. And, uh, so, you know, as a friend of mine, I always used to say, it's easy to get in. It's never always easy getting out. But making sure that you are prepared for what you need to have in the event that you travel, well, quite frankly, anywhere. So uh, if you have questions for Amy or comments about your travel arrangements, need some help, give us a call. Shoot us a text, 865-656-8255. That's 865 865- Six five six eight two five five. We will be right back here on Around the House on News Talk ninety eight seven W O K I. Welcome back to Around the House. I'm Scott Brokamp, your host this morning, and I am joined in studio with Amy Shoemake of Simply Magical Vacations. You can find Amy online at alwaysmagicallyyours.com. That's alwaysmagicallyyours.com. Or you can reach her by phone at 865-607-6491. Amy, thank you so much for joining us this morning. So let's plan this vacation. I I, I guess first and foremost, I just got to ask, how many times do people come to you and they want to want to plan their vacation, but they really don't know what they want to do. Many times. Uh, so I have several questions that I ask. Uh, what was your last favorite vacation? What did you do? Who did you go with? Where did you go? How long? Um, if you give me an idea of what you enjoy and what you have done in the past that you like, then... Um, I can take that and help you have a new magical experience. I imagine that uh, probably the most difficult job that you would have is planning a vacation for multiple people. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes, sometimes no. Uh, I always say your crazy is not my crazy. So I can, I can deal, I can deal with it. So the biggest group I have done a family group was, um, for 24 hmm. um, to a major theme park. And uh, that uh, that was lots of fun. Um, I enjoyed that, um, being able to help that family get together and make all those memories um, and taking that stress out. Well, and that's, you know, that's the beautiful part at the end, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the amazing part. I, and... And you take all the stress out of the planning and making that happen. Um, and I know, I'm sure, just like with my family, if you ask my wife what is the best vacation, and if you ask me what the best vacation is, they're two different things. Um, but unfortunately, it doesn't matter what either one of us think because we have two kids. <laughs> so our vacation ends up being focused around our kids. Um and, and obviously, you know, everybody always talks about Disney. Um, 
but there are so many more magical vacations that you can take with your kids that don't have anything to do with Disney. That is very true. And there are so many vacations out there where it is possible for your wife to have her vacation, for you to have your vacation, for your kids to have their vacation, and then for all of you to have a vacation together all at the same time. I really want to know about this. <laughs> it's just about finding that balance and finding what fits your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think that's some other um, advice that I could give people is you, we live in a, we live in this world where you can go on to social media and get all the information about what you should and shouldn't do. But what you have to remember is, is that's what worked for that family. Mm. And that family is not your family. So just because it worked for them doesn't mean that it will necessarily work for you. I have teenagers. Um, They are not going to enjoy going and doing something that a toddler would and vice versa. Yeah. But sometimes you just want to punish them anyways. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All right. So let, let's talk about preparing for a vacation. Mm-hmm. How much time does it take to plan a vacation? It takes 20 hours on average to plan a vacation. By the time you do all the research and finding what excursions you want to do, where you want to stay, where you want to eat, um, You're making all those reservations, confirming all those reservations to make sure you Mm. still have a place when you show up. Um, All of that takes time. And it also takes time to have your vacation. What if you took off an entire week and went on your vacation and came home and was like, I hated that. Mm. So you wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be good. So you also have that. If you count that as part of the time um, of, you know, taking a vacation. So it, it adds up really fast. Yeah. Well, in one of the things that I've learned about really planned vacations, and that's the thing we don't, I mean, we don't really take many planned vacations, right? Our, our vacations are, I go to my, we go to my mom's for Thanksgiving and then we go to my dad's for Christmas. And luckily my dad lives in Southwest Florida. So everybody loves going to dad's for Christmas, but you know, we, there's not really a plan. It's go and hang out. I know that I'm going to go play golf with my dad. And for the most part, we got a couple of places we know we're going to take the kids. Um, and, and now with, you know, after the past hurricanes, you know, there, there's some beach places, but you know, things are different there. Um, but when you are in, as we took last year, a planned vacation, the unknowns are, I mean, those can be your pitfalls, and that's where mm-hmm. a professional like yourself comes into play, knowing that, okay, I've planned this whole day to be outdoor activities, and it may just be a gully washer, and I'm not doing any of it. Um, yeah, and just having that plan in place and having a backup, having someone that has knowledge and firsthand experience um, with destinations um, and the companies that you're working with are all um, all valuable. And those are things that take time uh, to develop and having somebody that has that knowledge um, can help you overall. Uh, What happens if 
you, um, you know, you were talking about your daughter. What happens if she were to fall and break her leg right before you're going on a vacation and you're in the 100% penalty phase? Who do you call? What do you do? Um, Meanwhile, your focus should be on her, though. She's hurt. You need to be taking care of her. So having somebody that you can just call and say, this is what happened, and then I can take it and worry about the vacation, whereas then you can go worry on your family with your family and spend time with them. That That's a great point, though. What I mean, what do you do when that happens? I mean, obviously, we're going to leave it to you, but yeah. then... I guess my question is, what do you do? How do you mitigate that situation? Well, what I do is I have those relationships and those contacts within the companies. I'm, in many cases, I'm not calling just a 1-800 number. I am calling up my um, my contact mm. at some of these big names that right. you've heard of, um, like Disney and Royal Caribbean and Sandals and Beaches. So I call them up and I say, you know, hey, this is what happened. And because I have um, this built this relationship with them, then they say, okay, um, let's see what we can do to help you out. And um, sometimes that means, you know, we were delaying the vacation. Sometimes that means we're canceling the vacation. But overall, I'm the one that has that relationship and is working with them so then you are not having to worry about it you're not having to stress about it um you can take care of um your family and that situation or what if a job is mm. is you're having to work on that uh so that way you know you're focusing on what you need to focus on and i focus on the vacation i, I mean at the end of the day i mean i like it, unfortunately, this situation happened to somebody that I know recently. But I mean, how how horrible would it be that a, a kid ends up with a, a broken limb and yeah. ends up in a cast or whatever the case is? And then on top of that, you have to tell them, well, now because of that, now you're going to lose your vacation too. You know, I mean, that's like you know. So I mean, my kid, I'd be like, all right, well, I hope you're good on crutches. We're going on vacation. You know, <laughs> and some people they <clears throat> would be doing that, and and then. Well, now she's on crutches. What are you going to do on vacation now that she's on crutches? Uh -huh. How are you going to handle that? Right. And again, I have contacts and, and I can tell you, well, these are the resources that are in place that can help her and you to where you guys still can have that vacation. Um, but, you know, maybe you're going to be taking it at a little bit of a slower pace. Um, maybe you might need like a mobility scooter or mm. a wheelchair to help relieve some of the pressure and pain so she can um, have that energy to yeah. last all day. So just taking all of those things into um, account. So basically what I'm hearing <clears throat> in short is you need to have Amy's number on speed dial. <laughs> <clears throat> and, you know, and again, and, and, I, uh, it's funny cause when I graduated high school, I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. And I, uh, I was, you know, I was back in, in my day there, there were all these things that you could get a certificate in. Right. And so I went to the Midwest travel Institute and Michael, I wanted to be a travel agent. That's what I wanted to do. Um, unfortunately back in that day, with my certificate, it was, well, about as worthy as this piece of paper on this desk. And the only job I could get was phone solicitator at a triple a AAA office. Um, because you know, I had no experience, but I went through and they, uh, I had to plan, I planned a Greek vacation in Crete 
and uh, it was beautiful. I always wanted to go on it. <clears throat> One of these days I will. But learned all the different systems and, and all of that. But one of the things that really, and even now, that I know, it's just those steadfast plans, is that by having an agent in place, just like you said, when things go wrong, not if, because things are, it's life. Something's going to go wrong. You have that person that you can call who has those relationships in place to be able to help mitigate some of the penalties and, and some of the inter, other issues that can arise from a disaster that may happen right before vacation. Uh, you know, our, our family, it's, it's good for the fact that somebody always gets sick before vacation. You know, something always happens before vacation. We laugh and say that came from my wife, but whatever. Um, you know, being able to just have somebody to help you through those situations is quite frankly is huge. Um, and, and I would see my wife and I actually have talked about this, that we're like, we're, we're never going to do a planned vacation again without using a professional. We just won't. Um, because the, the benefits of having that someone to answer all of those questions is, well, quite frankly, I mean, it's priceless. It just is. It makes all the difference in the world and having that be a great vacation. And, oh, my gosh, here is another family vacation, you know. <laughs> so uh, we are going to take a short break. And when we come back, we would love to hear from you. Um, but if you need to get a hold of Amy, 865-607-6491, Simply Magical Vacations. And when we come back, we're going to finish wrapping up your plan for your magical vacation right here on Around the House on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. Well, we haven't left yet. Vacation is getting ready to start. And let me tell you, if you want your vacation to be Simply Magical, you need to call Simply Magical Vacations. My guest, Amy Shoemake, will make sure that that is exactly what you have, is a Simply Magical Vacation. You can find her online at alwaysmagicallyyours.com. That's alwaysmagicallyyours.com. Or you can reach her by phone at 865 865- Six zero seven six four nine one. If you have uh, any last questions, text, comments, give us a call or text at 865-656-8255. That's 865-656-8255. Amy, we have got this uh, simply magical vacation planned. We're ready to roll. So let's talk about those last-minute things what do we need to make sure that we do before leaving the house? So one of the main things that you need to do is you need to um, just get ready to relax. Um, you want to set your email reminder and your, um, you know, I'm going to be out of the office. Uh, voicemail, if you're not going to have phone service, you might want to leave a little voicemail on, you know, change your voicemail up a little bit. Um, make sure 
you um, turn off all your lights and electronics, empty the trash out, um, make sure there's no wet clothes in the washing machine, <laughs> no dirty dishes in the dishwasher. So then when you come home, it's still a little relaxing. Um, you want to water those plants. If it's during the wintertime, you know, we had that freeze Mm. While we were gone over Christmas, you want to make sure maybe you leave the taps dripping just a little bit so you don't come home to some frozen pipes. Um, and then you want to set your alarm system and set those, um, your light timers, adjust your thermostats because you're going to be away. All those are just, you know, quick little things to double check before you, you leave the house. I'll tell you, that's the one thing I love about going on vacation is all I got to do is hit one button and it does all that for me. Oh, see, you know, that's perfect. See, I mean, technology at its finest, right? Yeah. Well, it, and, but you mentioned something and it, we try to do this anytime that we go out of town. And that is we try to make sure everything is as much as can be spick and span when we leave mm -hmm. because the worst feeling in the world is you come home from traveling which is is tiring it's exhausting yeah regardless it is you get home and if the house is not in order then it's like ah, oh, i should have done this before i left uh you know because you got enough to do right you got bags full of laundry now uh, you, you know, there's so many things you do. So that to me is one of the most important tips besides making sure that, you know, your, his security and technology system is ready to roll, <laughs> but is, is making sure that your house is in order when you leave. Yes, I agree completely. If, the, <clears throat> if anything else, I make sure my bed is made because after having a whole week of somebody else making my bed to come home and have mine not be made, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's just something it's like, all right, I'm still on vacation for just a couple more minutes if my bed is made when I get home and um, I can, I can crawl into a nice, clean made bed. Yeah, I mean, just speaking of this now just makes me think the next time that I go out of town, I'm going to make sure that we put fresh sheets on the bed right before we leave. Because mm -hmm. when we come home, we'll have fresh sheets. Yeah, Because that sounds so refreshing. Um, so uh, you know, there are a lot of things that obviously you provide to clients. Um, you, well, quite frankly, you're there and we didn't really talk about this, but even while we're on vacation, you're available. Yes. So in the event that something does go wrong, yeah, we can always deal with whoever's there, whatever site we're at, but the most logical solution would be is to call you mm -hmm. and let you step in and intervene to deal with that. So the benefits of having a professional like Amy plan your trip and your vacation, quite frankly, again, as we mentioned before, it is simply priceless. But speaking of price, I'm sure everybody wants to know, what are the costs associated with using a professional travel agent in planning your vacation? And that is a question I get quite a lot. Um, many people don't use one because they think it, it does cost um, quite a bit of money to use a travel agent. What most people don't realize is that companies um, have already included the cost of a travel agent in the packages that you're already purchasing. So whether you're purchasing a night at a hotel, renting a car, 
going to the theme parks, a cruise, an all-inclusive, the price for a travel agent is already included in that price. And if you do not use a travel agent, they don't give you a discount. Mm. So um, when you book through a travel agent, uh, the cost of that travel agent is already included in that price. Mm. Now, some travel agents do charge fees on top of that. Um, I work with places and suppliers to where I don't have to do that. But the only thing you have to do is book through me. So then once you've traveled, then the company pays me and my services are complimentary to you then. Hmm. So we get a simply magical vacation, stress-free uh, with a simple point of contact, any of anything happens and, and it doesn't even cost me anything. Doesn't cost you anything. You've already paid for it. Um, <laughs> okay. I know that many of you listening are asking this question. What was that phone number again? <laughs> 865-607-6491. You can also find me at alwaysmagicallyyours.com. I'm just going to tell you, you need to put this number on speed dial. I I mean, I just, you know, but again, and it's that benefit of Mm -hmm. having those relationships. So in the event that something happens, all you got to do is call Amy and she's going to make the call. She's going to get it straightened out. She is going to get it fixed. Um, All right. So the very, like the night before you leave Mm -hmm. for a vacation. Yeah. What is, what is those, what are those final tips? I mean, I know there's going to be those final, this is always do this before you leave. Uh, Remember to stop, take time and have, um, just slow down so that those, you can actually experience your vacation. Mm. Um, I think we get into this um, world where everything has to be done and it's got to be perfect. And you forget to slow down and mm. let those memories happen. So I think the biggest advice I can give people is take a breath and remember you're going on vacation. And this is going to be a memorable, magical time that you're going to have with your family. Yeah. And that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right, you know, it, uh, understand that it's not going to be perfect and be okay with the fact that it's not going to be perfect. Right. I, for me, that is one of the number one things that I work on is just that. Uh, so as you're sitting here thinking about taking your last minute vacation before school starts, Give Amy a call, 865-607-6491, or find her online at alwaysmagicallyyours.com. I thank you guys so much for joining us this morning. If you missed part of today's show and want to listen again, there's a link to replays on my website. Just go to hissecurity.com and click on the ATH radio tab to find recordings of all our shows. Have a topic or guest you'd like to hear on the show? Send us an email with your suggestions and comments to thehouse at hissecurity.com. Next week, we're talking about parenting and how to make a difference in a child's life. I invite you to tune in here on Around the House. This is produced by News Talk 98.7 with guest coordination services by B Media Savvy. Have a great day, and I hope you enjoy some quality time around the house today.